1: Expounded Universe, Season 23, Episode 10, Wiping at Magister's Terrace. Ha, hey, you, you remember, remember
0: World of Warcraft? I got the Hawkstrider there. Shut up, nerd. Get back to the thing. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, the Book of Star Wars Rogue Planet by Greg Bear from, like, 2000, uh, chapters 48 through 54. Doing a lot of chapters today. With your host, Jeff and John, let's go! I'll give you your lunch money. Aw, I need that for lunch. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Expounded Universe, the Star Wars novel discussion podcast, where once it was pounded, but no longer.
0: Mm, never again. Mm-hmm.
1: We've learned our lesson. We shall no longer pound our podcasts out. From now on, they I mean, not in public yeah, at no. least. Instead, we steam and roll them mm. across, uh, across a series of rollers that that drop them down to noodle thin thinness. Hello, I'm Jeff. That's John. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm good. I'm doing. Hello. Little, I, I just answered how you doing, even though you didn't ask me. Yeah. I was like I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. I'm good. <laughs> How's up? <laughs> Thanks. You too. <laughs> So uh, so uh how are you doing? <laughs> uh
0: I'm doing all right. Things are good. Things are great.
1: Things are good and great and also good.
0: Fucking fantastic.
1: That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. I bought Sage a bike. Oh uh, she's she been wanting a bike recently, so I got her one. She's definitely wearing out the right training wheel a lot faster than the left one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh but she is very excited about it and wants to go around the block on it as often as we will let her. Yeah. Um. And also, I will just take it to to the park and let her ride around the big loop at the park as much as she wants, which is like twelve times in a row. <laughs> so it's uh, hey, that's it's, great. Yeah. The mostly, unless she spots any, but I was perfectly content to be like, I can see the entire loop around the park, right? So I can sit here and read my Star Wars book and look up occasionally, and be like, yeah, I can still make eye contact. her, we're fine, everything's fine. She's five, but I can see her at any time. Yeah. Until I realized she will talk to anyone. Yeah, literally anyone. And the first thing she'll do is go, do you like my bike? It's new. Ah. So I keep trying. I'm like, you you don't have to ask everyone you see about your bike, and also you should just ride past most people, okay? Unless they're, like, your age. Yeah. You don't. You, I don't need you talking to every single person who's wandering around that park for any reason someone might wander around a park. Yep. And she's like, why? I'm just telling them about my bike. Yes. Yes, I know. <laughs> so... So now I just listlessly follow along behind her. Ah, uh, yes. So that's uh, that's what's up with me—the uh, the, the joys of childhood bike training. Yeah, yeah, good. We already, yeah, we already did the potty thing, so this is just next. So uh, you want to do when last we left our heroes? Or do we have some other like uh, like pre-show work we got to go through real quick?
0: I mean, not really.
1: I mean, we already did the recap of our last couple of weeks of work based on uh, book writing and going to conventions and what have you on the previous episode that we did. Oh, which shit, yeah, I forgot to post? So oh, yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I'm I'm getting busier every day, except at the job I have. Yep.
0: Every day I'm real busy not doing this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, not,
1: I'm sitting there in my room in my room doing squats alone because I'm like I I've got fanciful notions that I should have a better butt. Yeah, but but not doing my job that no. would be that would be crazy <laughs> insanity. Yeah. So tell you what, folks who listen to System Mastery, I'll post it as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> John will make sure of it, because I'll do it between the episodes, so he'll sit there and be like, fucking post it already, God Jesus damn it!" Christ. What's wrong with you? Not that I even need to ask. You've t- you've mentioned it on I, the show. I know what's wrong with you. I just hate that it is. The
0: real question is, what's wrong with me that I keep letting you do this? Try doing it without me. <laughs> no, I mean letting you do this. Oh,
1: that's fair. Not yeah.
0: post the episode. yeah, yeah I get he it. He can't
1: keep getting away with it. Oh, no, I can't. There's no justice in this country anymore. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. Yeah. So, uh, when last we left our heroes...
0: Yeah, did you want to take this? You want to let, you want to let your memory take when you, last
1: we left? You want to see how I'm doing? You know, <laughs> we'll, sure, let's check let's, in on it, let's sure. Let's
0: see how you remember.
1: Okay, uh, so Rafe Sinar had been uh, kind of worried, and it picked up the impression that he was about to be betrayed by Tarkin when all the droids came to life and started operating on their own. He was right. Tarkin showed up in orbit, and effectively he got arrested and, and uh, shepherded over to Tarkin's ship, where Tarkin knows that Sinar knows that Tarkin has set all this shit up, but is refusing to play ball with it, so he keeps going like, I don't understand, what's wrong with you? Why are you acting so hurt? This is all your fault, obviously, but I'm not going to be mean about it. Meanwhile, Anakin is on board the new ship that he just built, uh, along with Obi-Wan, but Obi-Wan's not on the ship. Instead, the three people who are on it are Anakin and Jabatha, who are both being held hostage by Key Dave. Key Dave is making them fly all over the planet looking for fuel because there isn't enough fuel in the ship right now to get them off-world. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan, who had gotten knocked way the fuck out by Key Dave dropping rocks on him and shit, uh, wakes up, realizes he's pretty hurt, but not so badly hurt that he can't just bandage and use Force Trance on it, and uh, ends up teaming up with Shapa Farr, the one-armed ship designer that we met way earlier in the book, who has a ship of his own, and the two of them are in pursuit of Anakin and Jabitha. Uh, which can't be right. No. Uh and in in pursuit of them is Charza Quinn on board the Star Sea Flower, the Y T eleven fifty. Yep. Uh so and and It should
0: also be mentioned that Tarkin brought a whole fleet with him.
1: Tarkin brought a whole fucking fleet, mostly Republic, uh, of which a lot of them are mine layers. So he's starting to have mines laid all over the planet. Meanwhile, Shopifar's been dropping some serious hints that shit's about to get serious on uh the Zanama Sakat side, that, that uh Tarkin does not realize what kind of Hornets' nest he just kicked. Yeah.
0: I mean, we let, when we left, he was like, Target was just kind of like, oh, this will be great. Nothing bad will happen. Cut to shop afar. This motherfucker's about to get his shit kicked. Someone just
1: <laughs> fucked around. The <laughs> graph of in- incidents towards finding out is rapidly coming to a close. Yeah.
0: So we open these chapters.
1: Uh, on First, the- I want to know how I did. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. That's, that's good. Given that I've, how much other shit I forgot recently, <laughs> I, need, I need a little boost. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, We open these chapters in Shopify's ship with him and Obi-Wan chasing after Anakin, and the two of them have, up until this point, mostly Gan has been the one who's been like, I'm a weird, like, super cultist, and everyone else has been kind of chill. They've mostly been capable of being like, oh, we understand weird things are happening, but we're not going to immediately blame you. And Shapa has, even out of everyone, been sort of the most chill and open about like, hey, this is a fun, good time.
1: Yeah, him and Sheik Lafar were both just kind of like, yeah, this is fine, let's just roll with it. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah, day. the
0: Fars were a good couple of like, yeah, yeah we're we're not going to take this too seriously. We know what we're here to do.
1: And the others like Vaj, No, and Vidge, uh, Vag and Vidge, Vag and Vidge. They they were pretty open and gregarious, but they only knew about their one specific topic. Or it becomes increasingly clear here that Shapa knows all kinds of shit.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, we even start there where is like, man, I don't know how much longer until my people just start going to town on these motherfuckers. I don't think they realize what's going on. And Obi-Wan's like, yeah, they really don't. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) They're not quite figuring it out. So there's one disclaimer I want to throw out there before we start this episode uh, review in, in practice, which is that this is six chapters. Because, like, three of them are one page long.
0: Oh, yeah. As we get to this, the last, like, three episodes that we are doing, most of these chapters are going to be rather tiny.
1: So if we're skipping around a little bit, you got to work with us. It's hard to remember what's in what out of six chapters. Yeah. Especially because they're just cycling through the three different storylines that we're looking at.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, at this point, Shapa also brings up, a bit of business that had been brought up before yeah. in earlier episodes, but now Obi-Wan is actually going to be like, you know what, I'm going to focus on this for a minute and see what the fuck is going on, because Shafa mentions again the Potentium.
1: Mm-hmm. We hadn't even heard that word for quite some time, and when we did, Obi-Wan immediately clocked it as some kind of Jedi term from back in the history of the Jedi uh yeah, basically
0: old Jedi blasphemy, essentially. Yes,
1: it's it was like a Jedi sect, like a cult of Jedi who believed that uh, it's impossible. It's to Jedi Protestants. More, they basically just believed that it was impossible for the Force to necessarily lead to evil.
0: Yeah, the it Vi- was like there is no dark side of the Force. There's just Force, mm-hmm. and it is what happens, and it leads to things. So anytime you think, "Oh, this is an evil part," you're like, "No, that's just part of the giant destiny plan."
1: Yeah, sounds like a great way to excuse yourself for shooting lightning bolts at people, if you ask me, but but I don't know, maybe not. And at the time, Anakin or Obi-Wan was like, well, that's interesting, but I am willing to allow for the notion that potentium is not that complicated of a word. It's just potential make, given a, a sheen of Latin pompousness.
0: Yeah, it's just the, I needed a term
1: for something, so I slapped eum onto the end of another word. Yeah. So, obviously, that could crop up over and over again in lots of cultures, so I'm probably overthinking it. But now he hears it again, and he's like, so did your uh, original Magister of Jedi training? And they're like, oh, God, you're starting to figure it out, aren't he's you? Like, he's chap yeah. He's like, what was his name? He's like, oh, well, it's,
0: it's sacred to us. We couldn't possibly say his name. Uh-huh. And it takes Obi-Wan, like, 30 seconds of thinking. And he's like, what the fuck was it? I remember we had a whole lesson in Jedi school about – the assholes who did a big blasphemy and then fucked off. Who was it? Oh, yeah, now I remember. Hey, was it this guy? And he's like, yes, goddammit. Yeah, he's like,
1: oh, well, I guess you really are starting to put it together. But, yeah, I, I wanted it to be like, is the reason you can't say it because it's extremely offensive?
0: <laughs> is is your magister's name the N-word? Yes,
1: but not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great if he had just been doing that to mess with Shoppa on the flight. Like, oh, you won't say the name out loud? Okay, well. Let me think back through my Jedi history. Was it fartsy Butt Butt? <laughs> no. Uh the original master was a Lior Hal. Yeah, Leor Hal, who Obi-Wan remembers as a exceptionally uh brilliant member of the group of people who fell in with this potentium learning behavior. Yeah, he was supposed to be like super
0: gifted, mm-hmm. very smart. And the other big thing is he's like The sect that fucked off, normally when you have a sect that's like, fuck you, I don't want to follow Jedi stuff, and I think I'm totally cool with the dark side, they usually just fall and become evil Jedi
1: or the Sith. They just go to the dark side.
0: But he was like, it's interesting that all of the people who believed in the whole Potentium thing and broke off from the Jedi, none of them fell to the dark side. And he's like, that is a wild improbability given the history of... People who have broken off.
1: And the sheer number, because it was like 100 people. And, and you know, granted, I, I don't think there's that many Dark Jedi coming out of the the uh, uh, Coruscant Jedi Temple, but it, it seems like at least one of them should if they're like a rogue sect.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, as soon as you, in Jedi terms, they're like, oh, well, as soon as you decide you don't want to follow the Jedi teachings, they're like, oh, well, that's going to be real easy to fucking fall then, especially if your entire teaching is... I don't worry about it, there isn't a dark side. Then they're like, oh, you're immediately going to be like, oh, it's fine if I use my power to blow people up. There's no dark side,
1: everything's fine. I'll just mind control everyone and choke anyone who disagrees with me, but it's fine, it's just a force. Yeah, but instead, it ends up being, you know,
0: it actually, I joked about the whole, like, Protestant Jedis, but it honestly is sort of that same line of like, no, you don't need to like pay a thing for God. God loves everybody. It's not a fucking like contest. Having the people leave and go, "Oh man, the force is good. People can be bad. The force tends towards good.
1: Let me ask you a quick question: Was the original magister's name Luther Hall
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes." <laughs> uh. But then he's like, okay, yeah, well, I actually have read about Leor Hall. Um, I know you don't want to talk about him because it's a big secret or whatever, but uh, he was like, we don't have any kind of animosity towards him. He left, We thought he was misguided, but we never thought he was a bad guy. There was never any bad blood between us and him. He went off and did his own thing, which everyone in the Jedi Temple is always welcome to do. That's always an option. Oh, yeah, whereas Shapa, as soon as he figures it out, he's like,
0: oh, you think he was a dupe and a fool and a jerk, and he's like, no, dude. No one thought that. They just went, "Well, I hope he doesn't turn evil," and he didn't.
1: So that's nice. And we eventually lost track of him, and, and now I find out he went out here. And that's when Shop is like, "Yeah, he came along and told us the Faroan people about, you know, the Potentium." And we were always kind of a happy people who wanted to grow and do good things. So we and decided,
0: you know, also we're big into being independent and not under the thumb of anyone. And Potentium being like oh, everything's fine, you just do your deal and it tends towards good.
1: Yeah, and he was like, that resonated with all of us, so we came along with him. And then that that was like two magisters ago. Yeah, um, and then so. the
0: far outsider showed up and the current magister was like, well, shit, maybe we actually need guns.
1: <laughs> yes, and so he ordered us to start building for some stuff. Uh, and we have, and so the people who are coming down here are about to seriously find out what, what Zunama Sakat's all about these days.
0: Yeah. They're about to realize that we have not
1: been idle. But and then he notices the fleet has a lot of Republic mine layers in it. And he he kind of switches from, you know, being open and friendly with Anakin, or Obi-Wan. God, I keep doing that. To being uh, confused and worried. He's like, those are Republic ships up there now. What? Are you sure? Maybe you really did lead them here, and I'm being duped. And Obi-Wan's like, no, I have no idea what they're doing here. Yeah,
0: and, I mean, even Obi-Wan is like, fuck, what happened here? Was there some sort of fuck-up in, like, ship transfers? Is this a weird, like, splinter sect? Because Obi-Wan has no clue why there would be a mix of Trade Federation and Republic ships all of them seemingly attacking this place at the same time. He's like, dude, look, your guess is as good as mine. I have no fucking
1: clue. Yeah, but one thing I can tell you is it's got nothing to do with me. I am here, like I said I was, to buy a ship with my my Padawan. Yeah. Open and shut. I have no ulterior motives.
0: And we also get a point
1: where this is where Shapa
0: starts heading in that sort of, like, very strong believer, where we mostly saw that from Gan before. Now it's getting to that, because Obi-Wan floats the idea that, hey, so your Magister might be dead, because we definitely didn't see him, and there was a lot of illusion shit going on when
1: we met. And he's like, fuck you, Magister's not dead, how dare you blaspheme? Yeah, how could you possibly say that? And now I think, John and I, I don't know if this is you as well, but John and I are starting to put the pieces together, that there's only ever been one Magister. Ah. Um, and maybe that's maybe that's me. I, I figure he force ghosted along with the super help of Zonama Sakat and has just been appearing in, a, in an illusory castle.
0: Oh see now my opinion is different than that. Oh okay. My opinion is there have been other magisters. The last one got blown up by the far outsiders and Zonama has just been sending psychic things to be like yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. I guess
1: that's fair. I mean, that gives Anama a significant amount of power to be able to fool both the Jedi for that long. Oh yeah. But it leads to some interesting stuff. Like, like uh, that is a, the, the reason that's that's an interesting idea is because it answers a question about what Jabbatha is exactly. Because you know, if she was a Force Ghost's daughter, then that'd be weird. Yes. Um, but what I had figuring, had been figuring was that she was not anyone's daughter in particular, but she was just a project. I forget what you call him, an anima or whatever, grown up by, or lamina, grown up by Zonama Sakat. Ah. That Zonama Sakat a long time ago learned how to simulate people for the purposes of whatever it needs to do to, to ameliorate its populace, and she's just one of them, and is about to have a horrible realization. Yeah. I mean, but who knows?
0: She has basically a horrible realization in these chapters. Oh, yeah. But I think it is very much more, yeah, she was the actual daughter, there was a grandkid magister, but that magister got blown the fuck up, and the planet was like, I need to cover for this until we can get to safety.
1: Yeah, that makes sense, too. We'll find out one way or the other, or if it's maybe some random third thing. Who knows? But we do know, as of the result of reading this these six chapters, that no, the, the magister they met wasn't actually there. Oh, yeah. We haven't found that out yet in this episode, except I just told you. Uh, but beyond that, it, it comes up in just a little bit.
0: Yeah, now, we go from... Uh, the two of them just following after and then getting a little bit on that potentium stuff, over to Anakin and his ship and the That can't be right. Wildly is taking a fucking
1: nap. Yes, trying. She's like curled up in a ball. I mean, I guess, you know, if some weird dude that kept being like, I have no interest in anything but honor and I can achieve honor by killing you just kept pointing a fucking lance at me, I'd be like you know what, I'm just going to close my eyes on this one. I'm not getting anything out of sitting here.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll take a nap. If you feel like getting your honor back by stabbing my sleeping body, go for it. Yeah. Otherwise, wake me up when we're there.
1: Hey, Anakin, can you write down how this dude got his honor back by killing a sleeping child? <laughs> go ahead and just, just mark that down somewhere for me, would you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Anakin
0: flying around, Jabitha taking a fucking nap. Hey, it's a long flight. Yeah. Hey, I mean, God bless her. I can't sleep on a plane, so if she can... <laughs> She's tiny. She can
1: curl up. It's not like you. Well, no, she's and,
0: got the whole row to yeah. herself.
1: It's not like you and me, where where you know we get we are barely into that seat that they give you anyway. I can't move. Yeah. And if if I'm not on on even if I am in an aisle or a window, I'm still like, well, okay, one of my arms has somewhere to go, but my other one needs to fold directly in front of me. Yes. Because I've got yard across fucking shoulders, so one of them needs to go right in front of me. So I'm like, eh, the whole flight, like looking like I desperately have to pee, Oh, just yeah. just so I'm not bonking someone.
0: Plus, even like. Being able to sort of put my elbow or my foot out into the aisle, I'm like, I'm going to need to pay attention because people and the fucking carts and all that shit going up and down. I'm like, okay, I have to
1: constantly yeah, bring that in. You're moving because we're just big. Like, I'm not even big the, the way I used to be. We've made fun of myself for decades, for a decade on this fucking show. I, I am anymore, but even then, still on flights, I'm like, no, I've got broad shoulders and long legs. I'm, I'm a fucking pain in the ass on an airplane, and I apologize to you if you have to sit next to me.
0: Yeah, it just sucks.
1: Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so Key, he's Dave, right Key Dave is just sitting there like, like I'm going to just get, take us
0: to fuel. Get us the fucking fuel. Now, Anakin has been flying to the fucking Magister's Terrace, mm-hmm. and is... You know, Key David had been like, yeah, there's supposed to be – I saw maps in middle distance. There's supposed to be fueling depots and whatnot over at the Magister's place. Let's go over there. It's also the easiest and most isolated place to go because there's only apparently one big mountain, Mm -hmm. which is where the Magister is, and the Magister lives essentially – Alone, so you don't have to worry about, like, Guards. oh, if we land, there's going to be a shitload of people. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because you know, the only other places that we know about that you could potentially even go are where they took off from. Presumably, there was fuel there because they were planning to fuel that ship up. Um, middle distance, or that spot where they landed in the very first place.
0: I mean, there's the whatever the far distance place is mm-hmm. that was, like, on the pole.
1: Yeah, I think, was that where they landed in the first place? The the place where they originally landed. Yeah. yeah so, where
0: they were pole riding. Yeah,
1: so where they were riding pole. Um, So. You you have those three choices, uh, so they've they've gone for the the most credible one. And as they're going along, Anakin is watching all of his instruments. Uh, He's managed to convince Key Dave that he isn't generally lying to Key Dave. Oh, yeah. The two of them have sort of a grudging agreement going on where uh, Anakin's like, I don't want to hate this guy because it seems like he's a lot like me. He's young. He came from
0: a shitty circumstance.
1: Clearly, uh, I mean, I'm not an orphan yet. Uh, or, or as far as this book author knows, I probably won't be. Uh-huh. Um, but but he's come from shitty circumstances, and he's confused. I understand completely what he's about. So there's like a little bit of a grudging respect going between them. And Anakin spots the mine layers, and he's like, oh, God, they're laying sky mines. Look at yeah. that. They're laying a shitload of sky mines. He's just like, dude, they,
0: they don't give a fuck about you, Key Dave. They are willing for you to die.
1: Yeah, he's like, wow, look at that. Look at those sky mines. How are we going to get out of that? And Key Dave's like, just keep flying. And he's like... Those sky mines will kill you indiscriminately. They don't care at all about you, do they?
0: Yeah, they don't give a fuck if you come back up there. They don't care about you getting honor. My man, why are you still on this trip?
1: Yeah, and K-Day's like, fuck off. Uh, Okay, so I I don't want to hear any more shit from you. Obviously, you're just trying to trick me with force bullshit. And Anakin's like, I'm not. I tried. I can't.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I already tried doing mind trick shit, and it doesn't work. And he says that because he's like, look, we've been flying near this mountain, and... I can't find this palace anywhere. And it was on the top. Like, when we showed up last time, it was clearly visible when you got near the mountain, because it's the only structure here. And he's like, there's fucking nothing here, my dude. I don't know what's going on. And this has two knock-on effects. One, Key Dave's like, you're fucking with me, like... Don't try and trick me. You know what's going on. You said you were here before. And Jabeth is like, no, this can't be accurate. Th- this has to be here. Because she's freaking out because she dad? has not seen her dad for about a year and has only been getting, like, communiques from him. Yes. So this is making her be like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Did something happen to my dad?
1: Yeah. Um, but Anakin's like being very straightforward. He's like, look, I wouldn't lie to you about this. I want to land the ship as much as you do. I don't want to get hit
0: by these fucking mines.
1: Mines. So let me just reiterate that when I came here three days ago, and we can all agree I did that, there was a big fucking castle on top of that mountain, and now there's nothing. And it's the only mountain on the whole fucking planet. Can we both agree to both of those things?
0: Yeah. You saw, and he's like, yeah, I saw a map. I know this is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's not like you flew somewhere else.
1: Yeah, and then eventually Anakin gets lucky, even through, uh, you know, Key Dave jabbing at him and Jabitha Key Daving at him uh, to try and find this thing. He spots some ruins, like a spot where part of the mountain fell down on what was clearly some sort of inhabited structure. Oh, yeah, and he's he's
0: like, well, I can tell that, the like, if I want to try and get out of this situation and try to, like, 1v1 Key Dave without Jabitha getting hurt, I'm going to need an excuse to put down.
1: Yeah. So his goal at the moment is to land, somehow separate Javitha and get her to run to safety, and then go mano a mano with Key Dave. And I don't think he's got his lightsaber on him. No. Yeah. But, I mean, at least from the way he's thinking, he's like, all right, well,
0: the mines are a really good excuse to put down because the longer we stay in the air, the more likely it is the mines will just detect us and murder us. Yeah. So that gives me an excuse for being like, we need to put down, even if we don't see, you know, the palace. And as soon as he sees anything remotely that looks like a place you could put down or there might be something, he's like, yeah, we should land there and I'll get out and Jabba should go first.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Key Dave immediately is like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, fuck it. He's fine. He doesn't. Well, I mean, he also knows those mines will kill him if they stay up here. Yeah, and he isn't really sensing that much deception from Anakin right now. He's like. Everyone on the ship pretty much wants the same thing: to be alive and to not be killed by me, um, or, or secondarily by by Moth Tarkin. So, or whatever his current rank is. Yeah. Snoof, whatever, whatever's before Moth. Big snuff Tarkin. Big snuff Tarkin. Yeah, you go through the snuff ranks before you become a moth. Yeah. Yeah. You become a buffer fly. Yeah. Yeah. You go, you go
0: snuff, and then you get uh, snuff double muff again. snuff. Yeah. And then you get uh, triple
1: snuff. Mm-hmm. When do I get to snuff Allopagus? Is it the last one?
0: Uh, yeah, that's a singly held
1: title. Okay. Well, is there just one guy named Allopagus who is a snuff? <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that how that works? Yeah. Snuff Allopagus. Yeah, and you can't see him because he's invisible for the first couple seasons. Yeah. And then later they realized that that's kind of a real... And then they
0: were like, oh, no, that was just a no They He was hiding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's one I hear weird things about Star about, uh, Sesame Street lore, is that for a little while there, Snuffleupagus was uh, Big Bird's imaginary friend. Yes. And then they just abandoned the concept because it was, like, too high concept to keep going for decades of, of Sesame Street. So they are like, no, fu- everyone can fucking see this elephant. It's fine.
0: Well, I mean, it was there because they were like, we want children to be able to confide in adults and having someone be like, I've seen a thing, and everyone go, no, you're wrong. They were like, I don't think that's the vibe we want to give
1: off. It's not a great message.
0: We want, you know, to have the adults will believe you if you tell them something important as yeah. a message.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes the most sense. Yeah. And then eventually he's got, like, a whole fucking family and shit. They all live in a giant cave, and they go to a snuffleupagus daycare-specific center. <laughs> I watched a lot of Sesame Street when Sage was, like, two. Yeah. Anyway, um... So they land, and I think we probably come back to them a little later. Yeah. So uh,
0: we go from there, and we go back over to uh, Obi-Wan.
1: Very short chapter. Yeah. They they start to uh, notice. They are
0: also noticing the Sky Mines, yeah. Yeah,
1: they're noticing the Sky Mines. That's more or less it, but I think they are also noticing um, the defenses coming online. Or maybe well, that's later.
0: Because uh, for now... Like the defenses is the later thing. For now, they're basically just like, all right, we're gonna have to, you know, put down somewhere because again, mm-hmm. just like everyone else, like if we stay in the air with these mines, we will be blown up. Yes. And, uh, you know, they're the nice thing is the Seacotan ships can all track each other they're all able to be like yeah they communicate yeah every I mean, one of them can
1: talk to every other
0: one yeah shop is like yeah my ship lets me know that anakin's ship is doing fine uh they set down over at the magister's mountain mm-hmm. and i can't i mean, you know the big thing is like i can't get a lot of info out of anakin's ship because it's still young and doesn't really know what the fuck is going on it's
1: a scared baby right now and you yeah, can imagine it's what... like i want my pilot back why is my pilot not here yeah so They know that Anakin's not on the ship as a result of that. Yeah, but you know, Obi Wan already kind of knew that, and it kind of picked up that something weird is about to start happening with Anakin, but he isn't sure what yet. Yeah, he's just going through that memory cycle about his the training that's coming up, and wishing he could talk to other Jedi about this. Yeah, I do like we
0: have a bit here where Shoppa's just like uh, they see the whole like blast that the far outsiders did, and this of course includes the mountain. Like, it is part of uh, one of those, like, big, jagged scar lines. Yeah. And Shop is just like, oh, man, what did we ever do to deserve such destruction? How could the Potentium have allowed such evil? And I'm like, man, that's the whole point of your Potentium, is evil things are part of a plan for greater good. Like... That's the whole, like, how does God let good things or bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's part of a greater plan. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's a very hand-wavy. And that, the fact that he's like, even me, a believer in the Potentium, sees that is like, God, that's fucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. But here, I think this is when he lets slip that their big plan has been something about gathering up an incredible amount of, of hyperspace equipment. And a bunch of weaponry. And a bunch of giant shielding and ship parts. Well yeah, in,
0: in the beginning he was like, Oh yeah, the magister wanted us to get a whole bunch of shit and start testing that out and he's like, Why? Oh, so we could get the fuck out of here.
1: Yes. Like, which tells us some very important details about that shroud covered bottom half of Zonama Sakat, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, he's like, Oh, we had to get a bunch of giant engines so we could leave. Yeah You know how this planet wasn't here on any star charts before?
1: Well <laughs> We can uh, move the fucking thing.
0: We want to get out.
1: Yeah. Now, personally, that sounds like an absolutely terrifying hell to go through to me. To be like, fuck it, just put this ship into hyperspace. And I'm like it's not a ship, it's a planet. How does an atmosphere interact with being in hyperspace? We already know from reading other books that if you go outside a spaceship during hyperspace, you transferred directly to Sith Hell. Oh yeah. Well the other thing is we
0: also know that in hyperspace You aren't, like, in another dimension. You're still basically traveling through space. Yeah. Because you can still get blasted by tiny little meteors and shit, which means this planet would just get, like, absolutely railgunned flying through
1: space. Because you'd have to, I guess, get a planetary shield up while you were doing this. Yeah. Now. I'm going to go ahead and set aside, I mean, okay, let's go ahead and say that the book is not necess- there's probably a big reveal of the very last chapter of the book or whatever, oh, that sure. the clouds part, and it reveals that the bottom half of the fucking planet is hyperspace engine. Yeah. I feel like that's, you and I now know that's fairly obvious, right? So uh, that's a neat idea, but it causes so many questions that we've already had to deal with when we were talking about uh, Hethrir and his dumbass world ship, yes. which was like, how does it go through hyperspace? It has a little tiny sun that orbits it. Does that just orbit it through hyperspace? What's its engine?
0: Oh, yeah, especially because at least that one had the, oh, we've got a, a sun, so we, we don't lose that going through hyperspace. This doesn't.
1: Yeah, and I assume, well, uh, this thing I was willing to set aside, inertial dampeners. Normally, the, sp- the the starships all have something that stops the people who are on them from being smashed to jelly instantly by the ridiculous acceleration that going to multiple times the speed of light would inflict on you. Yeah. Um. So they have some kind of magic hand wave technology. I, I assume they had to build a planet-sized set of those for, for Zonama Sakat so that people, when they get plunged into absolute pitch darkness, yep, and the planet immediately starts dropping by temperature at a rate that would kill everybody in minutes, Uh huh. at least they don't get smashed to a paste unless they're on the back half of the planet, and then they go flying off into nothing and land in Sith hell. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a don't worry about it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's for sure a thing where you're like, this planet has to be a force user just so we can go, oh, don't worry, I used the force and everything's fine. Yeah. I'll just hand wave the force over it and nothing will be a problem.
1: Like, the closest thing I've been willing to hand wave is that the ship, the planet has an escape plan, which is everyone goes into one of those giant valleys, because we've mentioned before that the giant valley trees can close over the top, which means that you could probably put everyone into one of those, it's not a super inhabited planet, so you could take all the actual people and, you know, all, I assume all those lamina monsters and so on that live out in the woods – are, probably don't need to breathe, so load all the air, the air breathers into the into a valley, shut it up tight, and then go to hyperspace. Uh, That's the best I can figure. I I, I assume it'll just be a hand-wavium. hand-wavium.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we have a, a giant engine, and it runs on hand-wavium, and it creates an energy field, and mm-hmm. that field creates a... Static tachyon pulse. Mm-hmm. You're like, all
1: right, whatever. Something
0: something reverses the
1: polarity. Don't, yeah, that's it's, it's good. It's, it's cool. Fine, fine.
0: I have a reflector dish, and I'll mm-hmm. take the protons and zap it through the tachyons, mm-hmm. and then reverse. And you're like, okay, whatever. I don't give a fuck. You do you do nonsense, and then it's fine. You've got an inverse baryon field going.
1: <laughs> You've got a makes...
0: reverse Barry Allen down there. Some kind of reverse flash.
1: Man, you know how much I got to pay to get a reverse Barry Allen these days. <laughs> Fifty bucks, same as in (laughs) Dallas. Anyway, we're spending way too much time on this chapter.
0: But the other thing is, we do have Obi-Wan's, like, trying to think of what's going on, and we get a bit here where he's like, I cannot even fathom how fucked this must be for Anakin. Because he's like, I can feel the sort of destiny knot that is going on, and he's like, Everything has pulled together on Anakin. There is just a giant weave of fucking paths that could happen. Like, whatever occurs in the next hour is going to decide this kid's fate. And it is overwhelming to me, and I'm not even the one it's happening to. I can't even imagine what's going on with him. Yeah. And he starts having a crisis of faith he does. in the Force.
1: Yeah. He has this moment to himself where he's like, God, I wish I could talk to like Yoda or Mace Windu or Qui-Gon, especially Qui-Gon, because I have been going through some fucking shit. I've dedicated my life to this. I've been eye training for 15 fucking years. And let me tell you right now, I had to watch my Master die. And if I watch my Padawan die, I'm walking away from this shit. I'm done. Yeah, he's just like, if I lose both Master and Padawan that I had, fuck
0: it. Fuck it, I'm out. I'm done. I am through with this. We me and the Jedi are done professionally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's uh that's a pretty scary little moment. Then I think we finally check in with Sinar and Tarkin. I mean not yet. We not do have the...
0: Jabba's shit.
1: Oh, Jabitha freaking out. Right. Okay. So well, we're doing they, that.
0: they get onto the planet. Yeah, they
1: land. Mountainside. Yeah. The other thing that gets mentioned there is that Charza Quinn is still chasing them because yes. Obi Wan and Shoppa start to descend to avoid the sky mines, which are getting lower and lower into the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, And they're like, well, what about Charza? And Obi-Wan's just like, I'm not worried about that guy. He's the best pilot I know.
0: Yeah. Uh, They have landed. Jabatha is walking along the sort of like molten rock and whatnot that is here Mm -hmm. and looking for any sign of what's going on. But there are two major problems. Yes. One, there. are Up at the top of a giant fuck-off mountain, which means it is very difficult to breathe.
1: Yes, so she's having a hard time. She's never really been here, for years at least. And so the thin air is getting to her. And she's also quite hysterical and distraught.
0: Yeah, that's the other problem. Yes. She can't breathe, but also she is sobbing because she's like, oh, fuck, my dad is dead.
1: Yeah, and those things don't mix well. No. She's having a hard time. Anakin, meanwhile, gets off the ship, realizes what altitude he's at. And just does some force thing where he's yeah. just like, oh, the Jedi have a thing for this where we just turn our bodies into high-altitude machines. Fine. Yeah, I'd,
0: I'd use the force to, I don't know, suck extra oxygen into me or whatever the fuck. I don't care.
1: I'll give a shit what Key Dave has to do.
0: And Key Dave seems fine. Yeah. He's like, oh, Key Dave doesn't even look like he gives a shit that he is at high altitude. So whatever
1: his body nonsense is... Does not give a shit about this, apparently. I had a moment where I was like, what the fuck was Key Dave again? I remember it's because he's not like a something Ian. He's a blood carver. They just have yes. a they just have a, a descriptive name. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. he is like, alright, fuck.
0: Like Anakin is just looking around going, Alright, Tabitha's still too close. I can't try and do anything yet. Yeah. Because he's still like if I were to lunge at him, he would be within murder distance of Jabitha, so I wouldn't accomplish anything. Yeah. But that's when they see, like, a sort of shattered, bombed-out ruin area, and she goes charging off to be like, Dad, oh, fuck shit, are you
1: alive? I assume you're probably alive in these ruins for a year without anyone knowing. Yeah, and we're talking, like, magma has melted over this old building and long since hardened over it. Oh, yeah, it's like, I see ruins... In the rubble
0: of tumbled down rocks. Yeah. Like, this is just a fucked area. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure, maybe he's over there in a weird unnatural cave.
1: Now, at this point, you'd think Key Dave would be like, fuck, my hostage. And that's the the, I think Key Dave is very aware that that hostage is the only thing keeping Anakin from going all feral on him. But even then, I think
0: Key Dave's like, oh, this dude's just a kid, doesn't have a lightsaber, so even if he does, like, jump at me, I could probably just stab him.
1: I've I've been wondering for a while now why he doesn't just Anakin. I guess maybe not that great at force push. Yeah. You think otherwise, you'd be like, I'm just gonna force push the the blade of that fucking lance thing so it's not pointed at Jabbatha, and then I'll tell her to run while I put myself between them. Yeah. But now I'm like, push him off the mountain. Just 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 push him off the mountain.
0: Yeah. No, there the idea yep. of telekinesis never enters the yep. picture here. Yeah.
1: We get all kinds of new force powers, but not the ones we know about. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Instead, as soon as uh, Jabitha runs off, Anakin is like, all right, it's, it's now, it's go time. Like, she's not in the picture anymore. I can actually confront Key Dave without worrying about her getting murdered.
1: Yeah, so he just interposes himself between where she was running off to and Key Dave, and Key Dave's like, keep moving towards fuel. And he just goes, no. Yeah. And we actually get him...
0: The ability to like mind trick him at this point because he is starting to do that like oh i'm I'm falling to the dark side and drawing on way more power than I ever had before, yeah,
1: he keeps being like oh i've i'm i am so bottled up with anger and fear, and I've been taking it and putting it somewhere where it won't mess with my decision making but i'm still try- i I'm trying to draw on it but not give in to it,
0: oh yeah, and it, at this point we get sort of. Key Dave's backstory, because he finally manages to mind-trick him into saying it, where he's just like, dude, why the fuck are you doing this? Why why do you even give a shit about honor? And he's like, oh, I killed my benefactor's kid.
1: Yeah, and Anakin's like, oh, oh, okay, lean into that. Hang on, let me get my Oprah chin and elbow pose.
0: Okay, hmm, tell so, me about that. So what the fuck happened there? And he's like, oh, well, my my benefactor took me in, because I was basically just like an orphan kid. Yes. And there was a prophecy that his, my benefactor's son, would die from a head wound during combat.
1: Yeah, in battle, apparently, or in heavy combat. Yeah, and he's like, so
0: his dad just went, all right, well, I... Use you the ability of going into
1: combat. Which sounds like that would be a big old thing you're not supposed to do in this fucking combat-based society. But sure, whatever.
0: I mean, that's why he was like, okay, but you still need to go on the ritual hunt where mm-hmm. you go try and murder a thing. It's just you tag along while everyone else does it and you are technically on the hunt, but you aren't allowed to be in combat. And Key Dave's whole job was to be like... I'm the one who's supposed to kill a thing and make sure it looks this like kid it. doesn't
1: die. And he gets credit for the kill or whatever. So I'm supposed to be doing that. So we're out hunting a Faragriff, which, by the way, barely tries. Yeah. Come on. You do better than Faragriff. Give me, like, a lesser blasted Gazebub or something. you know? Something. No, we were, we were after the tiger tar. Yeah. <laughs> we were hunting the uh, Star Wars dragon.
0: <laughs> and, you know, there's a fight, and he's like, and, you know, and Anakin's like, you ended up accidentally fucking shooting him in the head, didn't you? Yeah, you, you did the prophecy, because obviously you did, because every time there's a prophecy and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to forbid you from doing whatever that would make come true, that's how it comes true. I've read every single Greek legend. I know what's going on
1: here. I've seen Sleeping Beauty.
0: <laughs> I know what's happening. Yeah. You try and go against the thing, and that, that makes the thing happen. Duh.
1: Yeah, okay. And I I want Key Day to be like, yeah, you know, we also have the concept of irony in my culture, Uh, so... I'm as shocked as you that they even bothered trying.
0: But it I think still meant I lost all my honor, even though I was like, this kid was prophesied to die. The fact that it was me shouldn't be like, oh, you fucked up. You'd be like, sorry, you were part of the prophecy. Yeah.
1: if anything, that just makes his benefactor a dick, because if the only people he ever let this kid be anywhere near were members of his own kind, he was straight up guaranteeing this kid would eventually be killed by a member of his own kind, thus dragging two people to their, their effective deaths.
0: Yeah. So apparently. This dude was just like, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine if I have my prophesied-to-die son go
1: on a hunt. Don't worry. What could go wrong? And indeed, it went wrong. This is what happens when you let these uh, warrior cultures start to settle down and get all noble. They're like, "Uh, I'm going to keep my son safe from battle. When instead, it should have been like, my son's prophesied to die in battle. Then he shall die gloriously. Kapla. Yeah. But instead,
0: he tried to fuck around and get around the... Prophecy and was like, nope,
1: send for more blood wine.
0: Uh, And Anakin, at this point, is just boiling over with nonsense and is trying his best to be like, please don't make me do this. He's yeah. even like, look, man, you've still got honor. That wasn't your fault. It was all, not only was it an accident that it happened, but it was a prophesied accident. Like, it's fine. And... Key Dave's like, no, dude, my benefactor literally cursed me. Like, as far as my people are concerned, I am worthless. I suck. There's no oh, way for me to get this back.
1: Okay, great. But also, Tarkin has very clearly betrayed you, as you can tell from looking up right now, where the sky mines are going to kill us if we just stand here on this mountain long enough. And believe me, I know the street value of this mountain. <laughs> um, so how many benefactors are going to have to betray you before you realize that it's not your fault that it keeps happening?
0: Yeah. And I, I just keep expecting him to have a fucking like Goodwill Hunting. It's not your shut fault. Shut up, shut up, man. It's not your fault, Key it's Dave. Sh- shut up. Why is everything so hard? But instead, Key Dave's like, "Oh, I see what you're trying to do," and he's like, "You know what? I'm just gonna goad you into fighting me." Because, mm-hmm. like I said, Anakin is barely keeping it together at this point. He, he is got. like on the verge of losing his shit and going to the dark side. And he's like, please just fucking chill out. And Key Dave finally
1: manages to go like, all right, what are you going to do about it, slave boy? And he's like, all right, well, fuck this, dude. Yeah, and he's already gone near the edge for being called a slave earlier, even though he tried to spin it into being like, clearly we're both slaves in this scenario. You are the yeah. unpaid right-hand man of an assassin of you some You are no dude.
0: less a slave than I was.
1: yeah. But that was enough to put it in Key Dave's head that that's a, that's a pain point. Yeah. So he was going to use it. But Anakin's got a lot boiling over. He's grumpy that he got pulled away from the thing he was trying to do and being forced to be away from his master on this dumbass trial. Uh, he remembers everything. He remembers fucking Watto. He remembers Shmi. He's not in a good mood. Oh, yeah. He's like, dude, I remember
0: fucking that Doug trying to fuck me over on the Boothief Classic. Everything that has gone wrong in my life starts playing before him. And it's just that fucking, like, Kill Bill siren going off in his yeah. head. <laughs> the, the battle Without Honor or Humanity starts playing, yeah. He's just like, I'm losing my absolute shit. And
1: starts yelling, like, please stop. Please help me stop this. Get away from me. Please help me stop this. And instead, Key Dave lifts the the, the lance to swing it. And then we cut chapters.
0: Yeah. He's like, Well, fuck you. And then we cut over. And at this point, uh, we should be able to go over to Tarkin, who is he's just, not getting it. He's just looking down at the planet and he's like, Huh. Looks like uh looks like they got way more ships than I thought they did. And is just like well, who could have
1: possibly guessed that? Golly, I hope it's going all right for you. Mm, yeah, that sounds like one of those "not my clowns, not my rodeo" situations. Uh, how's Will... that circus going on, buddy? Tell
0: me all about it, Will Huff. Huh? Mm. How's how's your moment of victory going, my my man? Snuff, Will Huff. How you doing, pal? And Tarkin is like visibly sweating, seeing mm. what's going on, but he's like, oh, "It's fine. It's fine. We've got all these
1: mines." We've got mines, we've got ships, this is fine. This, is, this is all co- assumed. And Sinar looks out at the window and he's like, oh, you're double fucked and you haven't realized it yet. Because when he looks out the window, he's like, I can see fucking doors opening on the planet that are two kilometers high. Oh, and yeah. right now they still just look like shadows being cast by the sun moving. But I know those are doors and Tarkin does not. Yeah, he's
0: like, oh, I see a thing. And you can see these shadows sort of getting longer. And he's like, if you weren't really paying attention... You would think that those shadows were elongating just because the sun was setting, so it was casting the longer shadow. But it is moving faster than the sun is setting, and it is very clearly opening something up. Oh man, they haven't even begun to fuck your shit, and I am so excited. Sidar yeah. is just like, ah, oh, I can't wait.
1: I can't wait. I'm probably gonna die here, but man, what a way to go. Uh but he does at one point Tarkin's like, Hey, hey check that thing out. Uh and what he's, what he's seeing is the ship Anakin just built.
0: Yeah, the big-ass
1: like, fucking ship. Yeah, so he's like, hey, there it is, Sinar, our, our prize. Check, check it. It's, uh, it's, it's the ship we're here for, the cotton ship. Uh, and, and Sinar looks down, and he's like, mother, fucking, mother of God, look at that fucking thing. That is amazing. I, I can't get it anymore. I've already lost this dumb fight, and I'm salivating over my, my straight-up, unbridled lust for that thing, which is nuts because it looks like an RV with two VW bugs stapled to it. <laughs>
0: Uh, and he's like, hey, man, you <sighs> hope you don't fucking destroy that thing. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll just have all the mines leave the mountain.
1: Yeah, we're not not fine. Destroy They'll fuck it. off. We're going to capture it. And not only that, Wraith, I'm going to give you some of the credit for the capture. I'm not heartless. You know, you... He's still just trying to rub salt in things.
0: Oh, yeah. Ah, it's fine. You'll have a little credit. He's like, dude, <laughs> not right now. You You will be lucky to escape here, my man. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: not particularly worried on who gets credit for the glory. But he does order that the mines avoid the mountain, to give Anakin just that little bit of extra time.
0: Oh yeah, he's like, I don't know, go chase after fucking Charza. Mm-hmm. Just get his ass.
1: Yeah. But it's, send him after that pesky YT-1150. That thing, I don't know who's in it, I don't know what it's about. I don't like it. I, I don't like it, and I'm gonna get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, So, so that's bad, but boy oh boy, is Wraith ever just Wraith, who has lost and is no longer a player in this game, is just sitting there like, This is getting better and better.
0: I cannot wait oh, until those things open and fuck your shit.
1: Yeah. So uh so that's pretty much all you get from them, and it's great.
0: Yeah. We go back very little to Obi Wan and Choppa, and they're just letting us know what is going on mm-hmm. with uh the defenses, which is ships. The the ships that they have are not fighters. Like, they don't really have a lot of weapons. What they do have is tractor beams, though, and they are just like, oh, we're just flying up, grabbing dudes, and hucking them at the planet.
1: Yes. So they they have these little red and green ships that look like beetles. Uh, Although, I bet you if you look up what they look like, they probably just look like ugly minivans.
0: Oh, just nasty little suppositories with wings.
1: And by red and green, we just mean like the worst possible reds and greens.
0: Oh, yeah. I assume just like... Mint and Rose nasty-looking
1: suppositories do not match in the slightest. Yeah. So these things are flying up and just snagging droid ships and then hauling them back down into the forest where they explode. Maybe because the tractor beam drops them right onto the ground. Maybe because they bring them in reach reach of the gentari trees.
0: Yeah. It's just, all right, we are going to grab dudes and huck them. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the mines. Like, the mines are getting some of the ships, obviously. They're, you
1: know made to just be fast-moving bombs. Yeah, I don't even think these things are manned, though. I think these are effectively just lamina. They're just, they're what, just, the ships up there? The ships up there, yeah. The, the, maybe they are. We know that the droid fighters aren't, but I think these these little red and green ships might just be planetary defenses that don't even have, like, Ferowans in them or anything. I mean, I assume they do, because yeah. they're actually flying around. That's very fair. So. It, it could go either way. Uh, it, it, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. Um, but, yeah, some of them are dying, but a lot more of them aren't. Yeah, and at that point...
0: We just figure out what's going on, and then Obi-Wan gets the, all right, well, I know the kid is still alive.
1: Yeah. Um, And then he he picks up some big signal.
0: He's like, also, something fucked has happened, and also part of the knot of destiny has unraveled a bit. Mm -hmm. So
1: whatever's going on over there is definitely doing something. Well, something momentous has occurred. I don't know if it's good or bad yet.
0: Yeah, and then we get... Probably one of the more fucked up things in this book. I'll actually say, I really like the chapters now that
1: things are happening.
0: Yes, no, let's
1: let's start picking up speed here. These are fun to read.
0: Yeah, and this is a really interesting way to do a thing where you're like, all right, Anakin is like pleading, trying not to fall to the dark side, and the one thing he can think of that he's like, What can I do that isn't lethal, that will allow me to stop what's happening, is the Jedi mind trick. But he ends up essentially pouring a universe of forces power into mind-tricking
1: Key Dave. Yes, and so we just get basically an explosion of smoke, like a fucking Dragon Ball Z episode just ended, and... Then, out of the smoke, this is from Javitha's perspective.
0: Yeah, comes wandering out of the fucking ruins going like, what the
1: shit just happened? She heard something loud and terrifying. Yeah, there was basically like a huge shockwave just went. And so she walks out, and there's a smoke cloud, and then Key Dave comes stumbling slowly out of the smoke cloud. And she's like, okay, there are a couple scenarios that happened here.
0: The scary one is Key Dave murdered Anakin. Yes. The scarier one is Anakin murdered Key Dave when he has no weapons. And then when she sees Key Dave come out, she's like, all right, well, that stopped my thoughts from the second one, but I am worried about Anakin.
1: And then she actually sees what's going on with Key Dave. Now, Key Dave's eyes have gone from piercing and intelligent to just white dead orbs. He's stumbling and shambling slowly forward and looking as if he has fallen apart.
0: Oh, yeah. His arms are just sort of limp at his side. He is blindly staring off into the distance, and there is blood just sort of dripping out of his, like, mouth and nose. Yes. He has basically been mind-tricked into having a cerebral hemorrhage.
1: Yes. It is fucked. Mm Mm-hmm. And then eventually, as the smoke clears, Anakin comes running out, and he's like, Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, fuck! Oh, God! This is the only thing
0: I could think to do! I didn't want to hurt you! And he's like, Please don't die!
1: And is like, Who fucking cares if he dies? This dude sucks! Yeah, this guy is the source of all of our problems. What are you talking about? You don't want to kill me? He's like, You don't understand! If I killed him, then everything's off! Yeah, he's like, I need to
0: not be a killer. You don't understand how important it is for me to not get fucked up in this way.
1: Also, there's some rules about how I'm allowed to kill people. Like, I can smile as if I'm uh, at at the fucking county fair as I gleefully cut dudes in half, provided I do it with a lightsaber and not with a force. Yeah, that's fine. And still use the force as long as I just push someone really hard against a big rock or into my lightsaber or something. Those things are all A-OK. I can shove guys off cliffs all I want. I can throw my lightsaber like a fucking boomerang and cut guys. That's cool. I can, oh, don't, don't even get me started on what I'm allowed to do behind the, the uh, wheel of a spaceship. <laughs> I can just eviscerate people with a, with a grin on my face. But if I use the Force directly to kill a guy, that's dark side shit. Yeah. So this guy can't die right now.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he's like, the big problem is, I let loose. Yeah. I should not have let all of my power loose. I am supposed to be keeping things in check. I'm supposed to be under control. And he's like, it's not just that I might have murdered him. It's that I did it in the way I did. I did everything wrong. I
1: fucked up. This is not the way to pass the trial I was on. So, for the love of God, Key Dave, you can't die.
0: And she's still just like, dude, no, you saved us, Anakin. And he's like, no, not like this. No, I shouldn't have done it like yeah, this.
1: This is not uh, – maybe you're safe, sure, but I'm not saved.
0: You don't understand. I can tell what kind of destiny I have in for in store for me if I do this shit. I don't want that. Yeah. And she ends up
1: being like, all right, well, I'm going to fuck off. I'm going to go. I'm going to go – because for her – this was like a secondary mystery. She's still kind of grappling with the notion that her father has been dead for like a year at least. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to go find my dad. You do whatever fucking weird shit you got to do. Maybe, maybe he's underground here or something, but this can't be right. And she leaves, but Anakin is still just like holding the, like... he holding his limp, like a wrist.
0: Li- lifeless body of King Davis, being like, please don't die. If you don't die, then I didn't fuck up.
1: And Key Dave isn't even reacting. He's just looking off into the distance ahead, vaguely mumbling a poem or a chant or something in his own language. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, he's responding in his language, but every
0: word he says is basically just like in agony to him. Yes. And it's some song. And eventually he dies while Anakin holds him. And you're like, God, that's Fucked up.
1: Well, I mean, this is a big moment that they gave this Greg Bear guy. Yeah. Be like, you got to write Anakin's first moment of dark side slipping. Because they don't do that shit in Phantom Menace. In Phantom Menace, he's a happy-go-lucky little spinning idiot until the end of the movie. Yeah, he's like, what a fun trick. I murdered a bunch of people on spaceships. Wee! They were all
0: robots and Nimoidians, though, so it's okay. None of it counts. Mm-hmm. But him having this, like, face-to-face encounter with... Someone who's like, Oh, I'm trying to get back what I've lost. I have a feeling of connection with him, but I can't stop myself from letting loose in a way that I shouldn't, and then having to sit there and
1: hold the consequences of his actions while it dies. It's also a great spot for the chapter to end. Because yeah. now we're like, this is also where the book ends or not the book ends, where where our description for this week is going to end. Yeah. Um and, and Because the thing I'm wondering now is, how the fuck is Obi-Wan going to nope out of this? Because that's what's got to happen, because the next movie starts without any of this shit. So he's got to land and be like, nope, didn't happen. Passing on that. Just get in the ship. Don't care. Yeah. I mean, it is is definitely a thing where I'm
0: like, that's the kind of shit that you feel might have some sort of pertinence.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So for... Uh, basically, he, you know Obi-Wan's going to land and be like, mm, nope, our writers made that one up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> Total fabrication.
0: <laughs>
1: so, but that's where it ends. Anakin yeah, just holding a dead died. body and yelling into the mountainside. Yeah, just screaming at nothing. Yeah. Fucking great chapter. Like that, just three pages at the end of these chapters, I was like,
0: that's an awesome fucking moment. For Anakin as a young character. Like,
1: yeah. that's the kind of shit I like to see. For me, it's roughly on par with the Gendy Gen-Di-Tart- Tartakovsky micro-cartoon where Anakin uh, kind of breaks bad while saving the mm. It's it, I, You've probably never seen it, but it is really fucking good. Yeah. Um, so it, it's the same thing. It's Anakin using the dark side for a good end uh, and going too far, and then and then the people accepting him for it at the end because because the means justified... For them, the ends justified the means, and for him to be like, I can't, I, I'm not as comfortable as these blue rat guys are with the, with the shit I just did. But I'm, I'm going to have to go along with them celebrating me right now.
0: Yeah, it's having that moment of like, no, I very much fucked up and did something I did not want to do. But having someone else go, nope, good job, you should keep doing that. And you having to go, no, that was bad. <laughs> like, it's, it is a great character moment. For Anakin in that chapter. Yes,
1: absolutely. It's one of those moments you wish was in the movies. Because, you know, Anakin mostly goes dark side sometime between two and three.
0: Yeah, given the amount of shit that, like, this happened in a Fortnite uh, game that happens in these movies where you're just like, hey, in between two and three, an entire clone war happens, and Mm -hmm. we don't see that. And in between one and two, just, like, 12 years of training, and you're just like, I don't I can't connect to these people because you keep going like, hey, here they are. They do basically some goofity nonsense. Anyway, uh, character building happens off screen. You're like, don't do that.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the the prequels definitely have a problem with jumping too far from one movie to the next. Yeah. Um, I mean, there there is one thing about it I like, which is that Obi-Wan is kind of your, your uh, metronome for the prequels, which is that he is a Padawan in the first one, a Jedi Knight in the second one, and a Jedi Master in the third one. Mm-hmm. So you do get to watch his progression through the ranks of the Jedi Order uh but you don't even notice that like i think you could watch revenge of the sith and never know that technically uh, obi-wan has achieved the rank of master yeah um so so anyway this is this is a great way to to do to fill uh, again this is the complaint this does occur between episodes 1 and 2 this is that connective tissue that we wish those movies had in them
0: yeah this it's a great way i think especially for anakin at that age to be like this is a moment that feels very like impactful and the way that it happens and the fact that it is him, tr- he kills someone trying not to be lethal. And yes. that's one of those like, Oh, it's, it's just heartbreaking that he's trying his best and still can't help but be a murderer. Yeah. You're like, this is
1: fucked. Cause you know, by the time we get to the fucking sand people in whichever, I forget which one of the three movies that was, not only does he not try, but then he just kills them all, and then when he's whining about it to Padme, she says, like, the worst thing you could ever possibly say in response, where she's like, going too far is just human. And you're like, maybe don't describe that after you just genocided a race of non-humans. Yeah, maybe come up with a new word that doesn't just mean people. You just say people or something, you know. No,
0: the response to, I committed a genocide, shouldn't be, well, we all do crazy things now and then. Yeah. No, that's not the response to that. The response is,
1: Oh, you should come with me and go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> we need to have a tribunal. How about you don't even you don't even need to do that because then he could probably break and run away or something. But instead, he'd be like, "I feel like as as good as it is that you're relaying this to me, we probably need like another person to also hear this. Yeah, like a counselor or Obi Wan or Yoda or someone who's the person you can talk to. Do you have like a trusted adult, like a mailman or a fire fire fireman or something?" <laughs> Who do you call when you just murdered an entire culture?
0: Yeah. Ugh. Probably, I don't know, probably the British. They're all about that. <laughs> hey! We land over here. <laughs> hey! Who's got some artifacts for a museum? Don't I worry. bet it's you.
1: They've got exotic spices you
0: won't use. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and on that final dunking on England, thank you so much. You can join us for even more content over at our Patreon at patreon.com. Slash system mastery at the four dollar a month level. We have expanded, expounded universe where we go to Wikipedia, we look up weird and interesting things from the history of Star Wars and relate them to each other and to you. Mm-hmm. And it is a grand time finding out the weird minutia.
1: Plus, there's other levels you can support us at the two dollar level, will unlock all the uh, system mastery bonus content dating back for nearly a decade because we didn't start it right away, and uh, the ten dollar level unlocks everything. Yeah, and ad-free content. You You don't have to get ads on this show. Any level unlocks the ad-free content, so why don't you come on down and avoid hearing those Certa mattress ads or whatever and just give us the money directly and let us buy those ugly mattresses. (laughs) I've got a warehouse full of Mm Certas. I can't not buy them when I hear an ad. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: So uh, so thank you so much for checking checking us out. Uh, As always, I've been Elan Sleeves bagano And I love opening up big old doors.